Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. I think I'm standing here because the camera is pointing here. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. It's for the live stream. Um, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11:28. Although we've been reading through Romans of late, and we read, heard from Romans today, I wanted to focus particularly on this text, and we can have a look at this picture here. I don't know if you know this or have seen this. It's, in the, it's a stunning sculpture in the Lutheran Cathedral of Copenhagen. So if some of you watched back in whenever the Royal Danish Wedding, this is where it happened before this statue on the altar right in the centre uh, of the church above the altar. Um, and it shows uh, this Christ uh, with his arms outstretched in welcome. And the words are on the bottom... Of, of the um, on the base, it's in in the Danish language, of course, but translated are the words "Come to me." And the statue shows Christ inviting you to come to Him. He's got those outstretched arms, and if you look at His feet, He's actually got um, His foot sort of as if he's coming also to you. He's saying, come to me. But it looks to me like Christ is coming towards me in that statue of him. There are a lot of stories made about the making of this statue by the famous Danish sculptor Bertel Thorvaldsen, I think is his name. And there's one story, and it's probably a mythological story, that he made a sort of clay uh, you know, model of what he was going to sculpture. And his clay model was of a sort of a powerful authoritarian Christ with his arms up saying, listen to me, or something like that. Obey me, the story goes. But uh, during the night, the dampness and everything, the hands fell down like this and he saw it in the morning and thought, mm, I think that's a better picture of Christ. Uh, that's a story. I don't know whether it's a true story. But nevertheless, he did uh, make the sculpture of Christ in this very welcoming uh, figure of Christ coming towards you. And that's what we've heard in the Gospel today. Jesus issuing this wonderful invitation, come to me. Uh, remembering that Christ is already stepping forward, ready to embrace you. Uh, the interesting thing is, too, that I mean, Christ is, is there above the altar. So when you actually commune at that altar, which I've had the privilege to do, you actually are looking into the eyes of Christ, or Christ's eyes are looking into you, your eyes, when you kneel at that altar. So there's this wonderful sort of love of God in Christ coming to you in that picture that uh, he shows the very heart of God here in this statue of Jesus Christ. Exhausted people, those carrying heavy loads, are particularly invited. And who are they? 
Who are the exhausted people and those carrying heavy burdens? Is it you? To be human is to carry burdens. And I have to say I felt very human in some of these uh, last months. My uh, humanity really came out. At the start of it all, this lockdown and this isolation, I was quite a hero saying, I've lived in remote areas before, I can handle this. (laughs) But it was quite different living in a remote area with lots of people around you as to suddenly uh, only talk into a microphone and look at a screen all the time and not actually meet a person from week to week or meet one person during the week only, ever. So I have to admit, that was quite a burden for me and I started getting, I have to admit, quite depressed in that situation. uh, Things um, easing um, and getting out, exercising outside and seeing some people again. And now seeing you, some of you, after a lot of months. Humans carry burdens, and we all carry different burdens. Maybe the teachers could tell us their burdens. What a, quite a term that was for the teachers, teaching at school, on campus, but then the kids also at home, dealing with technology, having to deal with all, all of that sort of stuff, which I also had to deal a little bit with too, so I know what a struggle it is and was and how different that was, I know it was a, a bit of a strange term for all our, uh, probably the students, their parents, and the teachers as well. Being human means carrying burdens, and there'll be different types of burdens for all of you. Some might have burdens of guilt and shame, stress, burdens of stress. There are burdens of pain and hurt, and some, some of that we've had to feel. Uh, At this time, people who've had loved ones sick, people who've had loved ones die during this time, we've had that in this congregation too. Burdens of addiction, burdens of loneliness, burdens of resentment, jealousy, anger, burdens of low self-worth, burdens of feeling lost, aimless, burdens of lack of meaning and purpose. So is Jesus speaking to you? Are you carrying a heavy burden? Is that you? Then yes, Jesus is speaking to you today and he's inviting you to come to him and to receive from him the rest that he freely offers. And sometimes even religion becomes a burden. And this is kind of the context that Jesus was speaking this to the people because these were the people of God from the Old Testament, given the law of God. But even the command to rest, amazingly, became a burden. Religious teachers wrote hundreds of additional rules and regulations regarding the command to rest so that it was difficult to rest. When you're worried about all the endless regulations and duties, a little bit what we have to deal with now coming back, quite a lot of things we have to deal with. It almost gets a little bit tiring. But I'm thinking about the thought of having to perform to be accepted by God. 
and, and th that thinking that we have sometimes, that surely I have to play some part in God accepting me, surely coming to church, giving my offering, giving my time, serving as this or that, is some, gives some sort of points for me, doesn't it? Have you followed your religious regulations? Done your duty? Have you been good enough for God to accept you? It's amazing how many people who know the gospel of Jesus Christ still have that feeling and that worry about doing what they should do. Huh? I've got to do this, otherwise God won't accept, accept me. And if you think like that, then you are carrying a burden that is too heavy for you. Paul knew this, the Apostle Paul, and he talks about it in today's reading that we heard from Romans. He says, I set out with the best of intentions, but I just can't do all that I should do. I even do the very opposite. I even do, he says, what I hate to do, I do that. How can I be rescued from this situation? Where is the rescue coming from? Is there any rescue, he asks. And he finishes, as we heard in our reading, thank God there is in Jesus Christ. The Apostle John wrote, the law was given through Moses, grace and truth comes through Jesus Christ. This is where we see it clearly and then today Jesus shows us that and he gives us that picture. Come to me. But I must say, it's a bit of a surprise that straight after that wonderful invitation, what Jesus offers the tired, heavy, burden-carriers is not a holiday. <laughs> it's a yoke. <laughs> I will... <laughs> Take my yoke upon you. He should have said, here, have a holiday. <laughs> but he doesn't. He says, take my yoke upon you. And what's that? Let's have a look at that. The yoke. Whoops. I, yeah, there it is. Well, today farmers used tractors and other equipment before they used horses. And in Jesus' time, they used oxen. When a farmer had a young ox, he would team it up with an older ox. And as the younger and the older were yoked together. The older one would follow the signals. He, was, he knew what to do, the, that oxen, and the younger one would gradually get the idea being yoked to the uh, other one. Well, Jesus pictures himself with you, yoked together with you. So join together with you. He's not up there far away throwing down his... his uh, orders down to you saying, do this and do that. He comes down from on high to be at your level, being yoked together with you, walking life together with you. So Jesus is saying, be yoked with me, learning how to pull the heavy load beside me. The heavy labor will seem lighter when you allow me to walk with you. And as Jesus walks with you, you learn gradually and graciously. And this is Jesus' invitation. To listen to God's word, Jesus invites you to come to him, to be joined with him, to learn with him. Take my yoke upon me and learn from... Take your, my yoke upon you and learn from me, Jesus says. So, let your heart 
love like Jesus' heart. Think about that. Let your mind be filled with the same concerns as Jesus. Let your feet walk in step with Jesus. Let your hands touch the world like Jesus touched the world. Just think about that. What are the, who are the people Jesus associated with and shocked people? We got a little bit of that from the reading. John came and didn't eat and drink, and then Jesus came and ate and drank, and they, both, they all complained about all of them anyway. Jesus came and ate, and they were shocked, and they were shocked at the people he touched and would reach out to and uh, challenges us if we're teamed up with Jesus. What kind of love are we showing to other people and who are the kind of people we are doing that to? And who are we excluding? Let your eyes see the Father like Jesus sees the Father. Live and move together with Jesus as one and you and the world will find peace and rest. It's interesting that the foundation or memorial stone of this church on the screen, but you can just cast your eye, it's over there. Not this church, but the original church. That's it there. It used the text 1 Peter 2 verse 4 to 10 and verse 4 begins with these words, As you come to him, the living stone. Who's that talking about? Come to him, the living stone. It's talking about Christ. And it reminds me, I think, that it's not just about being in this building, the stones of this building. It's actually about coming to Christ that's really central and important. So as much as we are happy to be back in this church building, the building isn't the centre of our thoughts. Come to him, the living stone, means come to Christ. And so we are reminded that it's Christ that we come to and that it's important to come to him. Jesus has given you this word in the gospel today and that text on the foundation stone is his invitation to you. Come to Jesus. And with that we get the picture here of Christ with his invitation, his arms outstretched, and he himself sort of taking the step towards you. Which kind of says, wow, it's good to see you. Come to me. Showing that love with those arms outstretched and stepping forward, welcoming you. He invites all and steps forward to embrace all. Jesus' words from the contemporary paraphrase of that text say, Come to me, walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So let Jesus teach you as you listen to him, pray and worship in this church building but outside of the building too. Come to Jesus. Amen. And the peace of God, which gives us rest, coming to him. It passes all human understanding. May that keep you.
and your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.